0: Today's scripture reading is coming from 2 Kings, chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. I'll be reading this from the New International Version, and you can find this on page 363 in the Pew Bible. Now, Naaman was a commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands of raiders from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel. She, had served at, she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, if only my master could see the prophet who was in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel said. By all means go, the king of Aram replied. I will send a letter to the king of Israel, so Naaman, so Naaman left, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten sets of clothing. The letter that he took to the king of Israel read, with this letter I am sending you, my servant Naaman, to you so that you may cure him of his leprosy. As soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his robes and said, and my God, can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of leprosy? See how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me? When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, Go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. This is the reading of God's word. You may be seated. So right now we are going to release from Kingdom Kids. They could come line up back here. Um for anyone who doesn't know me, as Miss Rosemary said, I'm Joshua Cruz. I'm a youth here and a summer intern. And um I'm glad to be given this opportunity to um, preach to y'all today through God. And um, yeah, this should be fun. Totally. <laughs> I'm very nervous. Um, will y'all pray with me? Dear God, I want to thank you for this opportunity. And I also want to ask for you to speak through me and to help someone learn something new today and become closer to you in your name and pray amen okay so just for a little background elisha uh he was the disciple of elijah and um he'd followed him everywhere he was like his servant pretty much and the day had came where it was time for elijah to go and be with god so he had asked elisha like what would what would you want from me and elisha had asked for a double portion of his spirit Elijah told Elisha that if he was there the day when he was taken away, that he will get that double portion that he asked for. Um, they had went to many different like cities, and like each one, a person like, "Do you know your master is going to be taken away?" He's like, "If it's got, but if it's by God's will, then it's fine." And th- then the day had come where Elijah was taken away, and Elisha was there to witness the him being taken away. So he was given that double portion of. Elijah's spirit that he had asked for. And from there, he had set off to help a lot of people along the way, um, such as a lady who had debt, who was in debt and her sons were about to be taken away into slavery, Um, a woman who had lost her child and he brought him back to life. And then he had fed a hundred people. And then Naaman, as it said in the scripture, uh, Naaman was a commander of the Aram army who was highly regarded in the kingdom and just like one of those like people. Um, a time where I'd felt unsure about being told like why, why I was doing something, like being told to do something and like why I should do it was uh, during football, like since my freshman year. Um, we're on an offense called the Slot T and everyone has to carry out a fake like every play, which isn't bad because it works, but um, I, I would have to run 15 to 20 yards every time. And I mean, I'm not someone that could run that far, even with the ball. So it was pretty bad to have to do that every single time without it. And um, not just that, like, I felt like, I'm not sure if it was true, but I felt like no one would ever look at me because they saw this chunky quarterback back there like, oh, he's not going to run the ball. And even if he does, he's getting like five yards before he gets tired. So they never like looked at me, really. It worked a couple times that I saw and I laughed at them in their face. Anyways, um, let's be honest real quick. Like, we don't always agree or understand why someone tells us to do something, like anyone with authority. Um, Just real quick, uh, anyone who's had a moment like that, can you just raise your hand? Oh, that's wrong page, whoops. Um, There are gonna be times when you do not understand what God is doing or what he's going to do, just as those times whenever someone with authority over you has told you to do something and you don't completely understand it. Um, I just have a couple ideas of things you could do that could help with with the worrying. Um, one is, like, like you hear it a lot, but it's really true, is just believing in Jesus. Um, an example of this that I I thought of whenever I was— writing this was um, one morning I was drinking coffee with my mom and um, I don't remember exactly how it came up but um, she had told me like because my mom like can't feel her whole right side because she had a stroke um, she had told me that um, she she didn't understand why it happened to her or like like why she had to be like this but she told me um, that God's going to heal her one day whether it's in this lifetime while she's alive or whenever she's with him and every time like whenever she told me that Um, I could tell, like, on her face, like, it's something that really, like, helps her get through it sometimes whenever she's doubting why. Stop smiling at me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it just helps her. um, And, like, I could tell on her face. And, like, like just that believing in God, it, like, helps her not worry as much about being like that. Um, Also, another one is... Prayer and reading the Bible, which yet again is something that sounds so simple, but it's so powerful. Um, Prayer is a time where you can open up yourself to God and give him the chance to speak to you in a way that could help you. And just the same thing as reading your Bible, uh, you could stumble across a verse that speaks to you or something you're going through, um, and it could just help you with that. Um, I believe that if we were able to do all these things that we wouldn't be so worried about like everything that we can't control by ourselves and we would be able to live with less worry and stress about things that only God could help us with. Um, I think that the reason Naaman was frustrated uh was because like he was highly regarded in uh, where he was in Aram. And so like he had all these servants and stuff. So like people were waiting on him hand and foot. So like he he thought like Elisha should come out there to him and like greet him and then tell him. And he thought like Elisha was gonna put his hand over him and say, by, by my God's will, uh, this man is cleansed. He thought something like that was gonna happen, but it didn't. Naaman didn't even go out there to tell him. So he was frustrated at that, first of all. And like, and also he, he thought like, why the Jordan? There's, there's so much better rivers back in Aram that are much cleaner and just like better rivers overall. And um, it didn't happen that way. And I feel like it was like a sense of pride and arrogance that was going on there. And uh, I also believe uh, he was confused because he didn't know Elijah or, uh, or God. So he wasn't as trusting as he would be with people that he like, knew and trusted Naaman had his questions and doubts just as we have them, um, but it's not the strength of, the, of his faith, it's the object of his faith. Um, at church camp, uh, well, at uh, youth camp uh, this past summer, we were told a story about this um, French uh, daredevil. His name was Jean Francios, I'm assuming that's how you say it. Um, he had rope across the Niagara Falls and a bunch of people had showed up to see him do it. So he went across, everyone was cheering and he went back across and then he did it again, but with a wheelbarrow. And um, everyone like, after he made it back and forth, everyone was cheering and he was like, do y'all think I could do this with the person in there? And they all, they're like, yes, yes, y'all could, you could do that. And, um, but he didn't really have someone like already made up. So he asked like, who wants to do it? And everyone just got quiet. <laughs> um so imagine God was that person asking you to get in the wheelbarrow. We would all say that we would or that we want to, but we would have all have to be at least a little bit of trusting in him to be able to get in there and get us across safely. Um one side of the waterfall for us is the sin that we live in and then the other side is um Wait, sorry. One side that we the one side is the same we live in for us, but then for Naaman it was the leprosy that he had. And then for the other side for us was the um, was everlasting life, but for Naaman it was to be cleansed of his leprosy. Um, Naaman had a very strong lack of trust for Elisha, and yet the little bit he had was the little bit he displayed was enough to get him Clean, cleansed. Um So this went a lot faster than I thought. Um, you got what you wanted. Um, so the question I just want to leave y'all with today is, do you have enough trust to get into that wheelbarrow and have God save you? Uh, can y'all pray with me? Dear God, I want to thank y'all for uh, this opportunity today. And Lord, I pray that um, someone here learned something new about you today and that um Someone walks out here, walks out of here closer to you and more trusting in you and just has that little bit of faith to jump into the wheelbarrow with you. And in your name pray, amen. I, along with a couple of deacons, are going to be down here. If anyone needs prayer or just anything.